This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You are live with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo with Andy Barrar in studio. We've got a great show for you today. Later on in the hour, of course, we'll be going open line, taking your tech calls and questions. But we'll also uh, be talking to a, a cool company uh, that has this, uh, I guess, medical-based app called uh, Medio. The Medio app. This is super cool. If you've got a smartphone or uh, a computer connected to the Internet with a, uh, a camera, most devices have this now, you can actually uh, see your doctor or see a doctor via a smartphone. Yes. Kind of video conferencing. It's kind of like you don't have to go in the office anymore. You can have a one-on-one conversation with a medical doctor in B.C., over your smartphone or laptop. So this is really cool. It started in BC, so we're going to learn more about it later on. Uh, I got questions. I got a ton of questions. You know what? Put your smartphone down your pants and cough. Is that <laughs> <laughs> like how do they check? How do you check you? Well, I think what what I'm interested in is can you get prescription refills? Yeah. Say um, it would kill me because uh, I have asthma and sometimes I have to get those inhalers, and I would sit for hours. In a, in a clinic, and then I'd sit to a doctor. He's like, what can I do for you? Oh, I just need a refill. Okay. So 30 seconds it took, and yet I was waiting for an hour to go see a doctor for something that took 30 seconds of his time. So this, this app could, this could be the future. This could be a game changer. Amazon aims for TV business with free video streaming. Yes. Looks like uh, Amazon's going to be making an announcement early April in New York. Everyone is uh, speculating that they're going to get into the streaming business by – releasing basically a dongle, a USB dongle, or HDMI dongle, I should say, that goes into your television that pretty much gives you uh, access to Amazon's streaming content. It's quickly, because when I tell people about dongles, yeah, a lot of them don't know what that is. They, they think they do, and <laughs> they're wrong <laughs> in many cases. What is a dongle? Well, it basically looks like your typical USB uh, flash drive that you would store your information on, except this one has an HDMI input. So you would put this into your TV, and it connects to your Wi-Fi network and gives you access to things like Netflix, YouTube, and other apps. Actually, one of our, our this week's prize just happens to be one of these uh, items, the Roku streaming stick. Which oh, that's cool. This is cool. And so Amazon is trying to get into the same business by releasing something very similar because they're trying to get in that whole streaming business with um, uh, with their own original content. So they're trying to be kind of like Netflix. Yeah. And speculation is also Apple is going to be doing the same as well. So everybody is going to be fighting for your television in the future. The TV is going to come through the Internet. You know where I think a lot of these guys are missing it, though? Because I know there's like the Apple TV and Netflix and there's Hulu down in the U.S. I mean, it's kind of on demand. You've got to pick like a specific show or movie that you want to watch. And I think one of the beautiful things about TV is the passive experience, like just being able to sit down. And turn on to a kind of, you know one of your channels and just sit back and watch. Yeah, you don't have to totally over choose the things you're you're looking for. It's it's kind of interesting because we almost have too much choice now. Yeah, like the Roku streaming stick that we're giving away has like access to 500 different channels, all coming from the internet, and it the thing costs less than a hundred dollars, and you can have all this access. You just need a good internet connection in the home to be able to stream all this content. But again, to your point. You know, you don't just channel surf and, and just kind of browse through the different channels yeah, and then stop. Yeah, that's the thing for me. Like, I love 
Netflix. Like, I love just the variety, but I just don't, I don't use it that often because there's just too much variety. Yeah. I have to make, I have to go through so much stuff yeah. and pick something. But it's mind numbing sometimes. Like, oh my God, do I want to watch this or this or this? That's why it's important for, for families that have a Netflix account. Like, they give you up to five different user accounts that you can create. And I, strongly recommend people do this because to your point mike the more kind of stuff you watch netflix starts to understand your tv and your viewing behaviors and then it can make recommendations because like you said there's so much content out there you'll you'll end up just like scrolling through trying to figure out what to watch rather than having instant availability of that uh of that content so the more you watch on netflix the better it understands your your personal uh viewing habits I don't know if you saw this story, uh, Andy, and I've seen this before. Uh, this 14-year-old kid uh, got on CNN down in the U.S. Uh, basically, it was a science fair project, I, I believe, uh, where he outlines that the U.S. government, federal and state, if they got on board with it, could basically save almost $400 million a year if they switched fonts on the documents that they print. So instead of Times New Roman, which is kind of the standard... Uh, font that most these places are using. Uh, I, I think it was a garment font. If they use that, it would use much less ink. It's a smaller typeface as well, so that would also cut down on the paper. I think the ink savings alone was um, almost $200 million. That's amazing. That's bad. I actually saw a Not tweet crazy? about that. Yeah, this morning. Um, it's funny because you wonder what the big bosses up there are thinking when this little 14-year-old comes up and is like, guys, I got an idea. Like, what do you say to that? Yeah, I go, uh, yes. $400 million. That's a lot of money. And they're always strapped for cash. So, yeah. you know, it would be wrong if they didn't implement this right away. Yeah. He just makes a great case. And I wonder how he came up with that idea. Like, he just... Well, I've seen this before. Like, there's uh, programs out there that can actually tell you um, how much ink your typeface, your, your font is using, and how much you could save by going to different, different ones. You know what's really... It's, it's not only the ink... But it's also like if it's more compressed, you can save on paper yeah. as well. Well, we've talked about the paperless office for years now, yeah. but it's not going to happen. We're going to still print. Um, so I mean, we're using we are using less paper for what I'm what I'm seeing. But yeah, are, is paper going to die? Not yet. No. And so these types of measures are actually good because at least we're being really efficient and um, trying to save as much as we can when we do print. And then after we print, of course, you want to recycle the papers as well. But uh, yeah, the office or the paperless office is not going to come anytime soon. So we'll be printing for a long time. Uh, have to make a correction on a story that we covered last week on Jill Bennett's show. Um, it was regarding um, a couple things. Uh, just on um, the big three uh, as far as internet pricing. Yes. was wrong. <laughs> it was uh, a story, I think, that was based on uh, wireless pricing in Canada. Uh, but the big three are not uh, working together on on shaping internet pricing. That is... No, I think, um, and this is my bad. Uh, I was talking about the upload speeds in Canada for just all the internet carriers was was actually lower than the upload speeds across other areas in the world. And then I started talking about uh, another news story about how the uh, what we found where the prices were coming up for uh, wireless plans, yes, for data plans. Yeah. So I kind of was talking about two different things and I should have clarified in the in during that discussion that uh they are separate stories but I was just trying to relate uh to another story and yeah so uh, and even on the wireless side um I know for example Telus 
they just didn't raise their prices with Rogers and Fido. They actually had, I believe, raised it uh, a, a while back. It, in two it. months. It was over a period of two months. Yeah. And so the CBC, actually, where we were referencing from that story, actually had to retract as well because yeah. I think they got their uh, facts wrong on, on that. It wasn't over the weekend that these prices went up for the three carriers. TELUS had been doing it slowly over the last couple of months. Yeah, And also on the upload speeds, uh, yes, uh, on average in Canada, uh, the upload speeds here are quite low compared internationally but uh, uh, again I know TELUS uh, here in BC actually has uh, one of their plans that has huge upload speeds yeah I think um, starting at 40 bucks a month they have like a 10 megabit upload for those and, people that and, want that and that caters to people that are are moving a lot of data up into the cloud say you're moving video files to uh, a server that type of internet plan you would want to get most people for the average consumer they're concerned about the download speeds how fast and how good quality of Netflix can I get onto my uh, devices, whereas companies and businesses would require better upload speeds uh, just as part of their day-to-day business. Our apologies for getting that uh, incorrect, and uh, apologize to tell us as well. When we come back from the break, would you see your doctor through your smartphone on a FaceTime or a video conference instead of going down to see them? I'm intrigued by this. Yes, me I'm, too. I'm fascinated to learn more about it. It's a service coming here in BC, and we've got the lowdown. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. Is this the future of doctor visits, being able to see them via video conferencing? Well, we're going to find out here. We've uh, got the folks on from Medio. Ryan Wilson, he's the CEO. Thanks for joining us today, Ryan. Good morning. So I'm loving this. Explain to our listeners what this, this service, this app is all about. So Medio.ca is a platform that connects doctors and patients uh, by secure video conference, either from their computer, iPhone, iPad, or Android device. So it lets anyone in British Columbia complete an online provincially insured visit with their BC doctor from the comfort of their own home or office. It's the first time this technology has been available in Canada. This this is this is really cool. So I could be sitting in my my living room and basically connect to a doctor through my my iPad and and the camera and get a, a consultation. That's absolutely right. You could be at work. You might be you know in, in the parking lot of the hospital, sitting in your car. Uh, you know, uh, uh, if there was a long wait at the emergency room. There's all sorts of um, locations that you could uh, see your doctor from. Is this being done anywhere else in Canada? So this is the first time uh, that this technology has been available in Canada, and it's currently only available in British Columbia, although shortly uh, in Ontario and Alberta. We have some limited pilots uh, in those provinces, and we're looking to bring it uh, all the way across Canada. And and so how does it work? Like, How much does it cost? Obviously, you have to be a a BC resident to use this, uh, what do I have to do to get going with it? All you have to do is go to medio.ca or download the app from the App Store. It takes 60 seconds to sign up, and there's no cost whatsoever to patients. So nothing. As long as i got a care card, I'm good to go. As long as you have a care card and it's for a visit that would normally be insured. So you know how if you go to the doctor and you need a doctor's note, you have to pay for that? So same thing with Medio. So for any of the things that normally you wouldn't have to pay for, you don't have to pay for online. And how long has this been going? 
So the first patient was seen in January of 2013, and the public launch was in July. And since then, tens of thousands of British Columbians from all over the province of all ages have seen their doctor online. Ryan, I kind of alluded this uh, during our intro. What about if uh, a patient just needs to get a, like a, a prescription refill? Can you do that through the Medio uh, app? Yeah, any visit that you would normally be able to do with your physician that doesn't uh, require a physical exam, you can do by Medio. And so when your doctor generates a prescription on the Medio platform, it's electronically signed by the physician and then sent directly to the pharmacy of your choice. So that by the time you get there, it's filled and waiting for you rather than having to kill that 15 minutes in the impulse aisle. Obviously, there are some types of visits that this wouldn't work for. You, know, you talked about physical exams. So it's, it's important to recognize that um, Medio is a technology platform. So we're a utility, and just like you know, Shaw or TELUS you know, wouldn't tell a doctor what is or isn't appropriate to do over the telephone, Medio is the technology platform. So what is and isn't appropriate is always up to the um, good judgment of your physician. Uh, Ryan, you mentioned that there is no charge for patients to use this service. How do you make money? So we charge uh, physicians a technology um, operating fee that is below the Canadian national average of what physicians typically pay to conduct a medical visit. So it's actually more cost-effective for the physician, um, but it's ultimately the physicians that pay for the technology, just how they would normally pay for rent and light. And, um, but if I can go back to your previous question for a quick second, you said, you know, what is and isn't appropriate. So in the United States, uh, Kaiser Permanente, one of the leading uh, HMOs, uh, last year did 44% of all of their doctor's visits virtually. And their CEO expects that this year virtual visits will surpass physical visits to substantial cost savings to the system and a demonstrated improvement in quality and outcomes for patients. I could see where it would save money, like, you know, for ER visits. Like, there's some times where you just, you just don't know, and instead of sitting there in the ER... ER it could be hours. Tie, well, tying up those resources, uh, you could basically just get on your iPhone or your, your home computer. And, and again, just for the listeners, this works with... Um, what smartphones do you support? So, um, iPhone uh, 5 uh, or newer, iPad 2 or newer... Um, most modern Android devices, and any PC or Mac computer with Google Chrome. And a, and a video camera. That's correct. And how many doctors are using this currently right now in British Columbia? There's over 400 physicians. We, as far as we know, we're the fastest growing healthcare technology in Canada, with anywhere, as many as seven new physicians joining every day, and hundreds of patients from all over British Columbia signing up every day. So, Medio, is this an actual Canadian company or is this a U.S. subsidiary? No, this is a Canadian company owned by physicians, uh, citizens passionate about improving health care, and our employees. So we're headquartered in Vancouver. There's about 40 of us working on the technology. And we were really just inspired to improve access to care through technology. What are the challenges that you have to go through to get this up and going? Like, obviously, you're just in one province right now. Why hasn't this spread like wildfire across the entire country? Well, I think that the first thing we wanted to do is make sure that um, the technology was robust, take the time to um, uh, really perfect the technology. And, and I think we've, we've done that, and we're seeing an enormous amount of momentum and growth. But privacy and security are of the utmost importance. So we took the time to build Canadian data centers, so all of the healthcare information is stored in Kamloops and in Brampton, Ontario. So we don't 
store or transmit information into the United States. And we took the time to build the technology to bank-grade standards, the same security and privacy protocols used to secure your online banking and, and billions of dollars of transactions. So I think that's one of the, the real challenges that we faced was wanting to be able to deliver that bank-grade level of security and confidence to the people that use the Medio platform. And then as we've begun to bring it across Canada, the uh, rate of growth has accelerated quite substantially. Um, you know, in Ontario, I suspect we'll probably um, uh, grow even faster than we have uh, in British Columbia. Do you mind uh, hanging on the line here and uh, taking a few calls from listeners? Absolutely. You're not a doctor, though, right? I'm not a doctor. Okay. I'm just a, just a technologist. Excellent. I'm going to open up the uh, the phone lines here. We've uh, got uh, Ryan Wilson. He's the CEO of Medio uh, on the line. This is a really interesting new service that allows you to have a doctor visit through your, your tablet, your smartphone, or uh, an internet-connected computer, anything with a, a camera, uh, essentially, which is kind of cool. The phone number is here, 604-280-9898. Again, 604-280-9898. And if you're phoning long distance uh, anywhere else in Canada, we'd love to hear from you as, uh, wa- as well, one 399-9898. Andy, the contest? We're going to have a fabulous contest. We're giving away the Roco streaming stick. This is a little uh, HDMI stick that you can put onto your computer, and basically you get access to hundreds, if not thousands, of different con- types of content. Internet channels. Yes, yeah. including Netflix, YouTube, uh, even the NHL Game Center um, app. You can have all three things. You just need to make sure you have a TV that's 2006 and older. I think pretty much from there, all TVs Anything have Anything with an HDMI cable. Yeah, and I think 2006 was the year that they started making that standard. This thing is tiny, too. It's like the size of a cigarette lighter. Yeah, and the, the great thing is, is you don't have to buy a smart TV, a brand new TV. You can just put this dongle in and then have access to all that. The website is www.getconnectedmedia.com. Over there, you'll find the contest page. Enter and win, and be sure to enter some other contests that are still open. When we come back, we'll take your calls about Medio, the new uh, online service that allows you to have a doctor visit through your smartphone or your computer. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio, talking uh, with Brian Wilson over from Medio, the uh, new online and app service to allow you to uh, see your doctor while you're uh, at home or on the go. Um, got a question as far as uh, privacy, uh, Ryan. Like, if I'm doing a video conference, um, that video is being transmitted through the Internet. Is there any worry, worry about that being captured anywhere? Not at all. Uh, the Medio service uses military-grade encryption, the same encryption used to secure billions of dollars of financial transactions every day. So no one's going to get, like, a picture of me showing the doctor the rash on my bum or anything like that. Not, <laughs> no, I, not that it, I have a rash on my bum, but... Yeah, like, if you think about in healthcare right now, um, the average family doctor's office sends 10,000 faxes a month. Well, the fax machine's a totally unencrypted protocol, and we're sending, sending those documents all around, you know, tens of thousands a day. Those paper records that sit, in, sit on the counter that anyone might be able to potentially look at uh, and then there'd be no record of those people even looking at that information. So online visits actually provide a great deal more privacy and security for your medical information than the way most medical information is handled these days. Talking with Ryan Wilson, he's the CEO of Medio, a uh, online and uh, smartphone 
tablet app that allows you to actually uh, video conference with a doctor. 604-280-9898. We're taking some questions. We've got Sam in Port Moody. Hey, Sam. Hey there. How are you? Good. Good. I just wanted to ask you, uh, um, gentlemen there, about uh, electronic signature. Is it uh, approved in uh, College of Pharmacists and College of Physicians? I, I doubt it's, uh, it's approved. So I think if I could hear him correctly, uh, Ryan, Sam's asking, is this prescriptions, are they legal? Are they approved by... Uh, the you know the regulatory bodies. So Medio was designed in cooperation uh, with all of the appropriate um, regulatory bodies. So that includes the College of Physicians, College of Pharmacists, the, the BC Medical Association, and Doctors of BC. When we first uh, started Medio, we recognized that for, I'm not a doctor, and so we built uh, an advisory board of um, some very accomplished physicians and engaged with these um, regulatory bodies to ensure that uh, Medio exceeded all of their uh, requirements with respect to uh, prescriptions, uh, security, and privacy. Got uh, Bob on the line from South Surrey. Hey, Bob. Hi. A couple quick questions about um, if my doctor isn't signed up, I guess I have to encourage him to, to go for that service. And the second one is for browser and phone support. I'm a Windows phone user and IE. So we don't support uh, Internet Explorer because of the um, security vulnerabilities that are typically present in um, the Internet Explorer product. So we've focused on Google Chrome, uh, the, the most widely deployed browser uh, in the world. Uh, over half of all the computers in the world now uh, use Chrome. And it has the uh, te- latest in web technology that's needed to deliver these secure HD video conferences. Now, if your doctor is not on Medio, uh, when you sign up, you can uh, request to have Medio contact your physician and enroll them in the platform. That's perfect. That's that's uh, that's very cool. Uh, we're going to take a few more calls here. Six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight. We've got uh, Rick and Surrey. Hey, Rick. Oh, hi. How you doing? Good. The only, the only question I have is: uh, is are you guys listed on the stock exchange? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Ryan, are you? Uh, not listed. It's a, a BC-owned and operated company. So you're, you're not – any plans to take it public, or you're just going to remain private? Uh, we're, we plan on remaining private. It allows us to stay true to our mission of ensuring the sustainability of Canada's healthcare system. Ryan, understand yesterday you were uh, awarded BC's top 30 under 30. Is that correct? It is. I'm, I'm very humbled to receive that uh, award. 604-280-9898. We're talking with Ryan Wilson, CEO of Medio. It's uh, a new online service that allows you to video conference with your doctor instead of having to actually go down out of your house. Michael from Richmond. Hey, Michael. Yes, uh, does that allow you to jump the queue when, to see the doctor? <laughs> That's a good question. Ryan, can you jump the queue with this? No. So the way a Medio works is just like when you'd go see your doctor in person, um, your uh, doctor will schedule you an appointment. Uh, so, you know, sometimes your doctor will operate in a you know, first-come, first-served basis. They'll have some open time slots in the day. Other times they'll schedule an appointment. So Medio is just like going to see your doctor in person, except that you're doing it online. So this is, this is actually a good question. So if I wanted to see a doctor, I've got maybe a little rash on my arm. Um, how long does it take? Well, the average um, time to see a doctor on Medio is 7.6 minutes. So oh, okay. it's, wow. it's 
important to recognize that the number would actually be lower, but people typically log on a little bit, a few minutes before their appointment in case their doctor's running ahead of schedule. Um, and, you know, you can kind of just go back to whatever it is that you were doing while you wait for the doctor to pop up. So it really makes the best use of everyone's time. Do you have any uh, physicians that are just using Medio now to interact with their patients, or are they kind of uh, doing half in, in their office and half on Medio? All of the doctors see patients in person uh, and online, and really it's, it's accommodating a, a change in uh, demographics in physicians. So we have many uh, new parent new parent physicians who might, say, work in the clinic in the morning from 8 till 2, pick their kids up from school, you know, take them home, get them started on the homework, uh, and then you know, see some patients online, say, from 7 till 8 at night or whatever fits their schedule. Better for them, better for the patients. It's allowing all of the benefits that many other industries have enjoyed um, through uh, virtualization or virtual work now being brought to healthcare. Sally in Richmond. Hey, Sally. Hi. Yes, morning. And uh, my question really is that my family doctor is really busy running around between rooms to see patients. Where does she get the time to see me on video calls? Ryan, so where, she's asking when, when would her doctor have time to see her on video calls? Well, that's a great question. So many doctors now have what are called medio hours. So say from 1 to 2 p.m. each day, they set aside that time where they w- might be seeing patients in person to see those same patients online. So imagine how you know, would normally call your doctor's office, say, you know, hey, I need, need to see the doctor. This is the reason I need to see them. And they might say, oh, that sounds like the kind of visit you might be able to do online, say a prescription renewal, reviewing some lab results, you know, follow-up from a previous visit, you know, managing your chronic disease, and they would say the doctor has medio hours at one o'clock today. You can come in and see them, or you could try to you could see them online. So those same visits that might have occurred in person now happen online. Where can people find out more information, Ryan? Go to medio.ca or download the Medio app on your smartphone or tablet. Would I have to be a doctor to actually see patients? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we do verify all I've got, of the practitioners are in good standing with the College of Physicians and Surgeons. I couldn't just have WebMD up beside me? And, <laughs> no? Not a real doctor, just I play one on the internet. I'll do it half price. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, good luck. This is uh, an exciting new service, and uh, I, I think you'll probably be quite successful with this. Thank you so much. That was Ryan Wilson, CEO of Medio.ca. When we come back from the break, we're going to do general open line tech questions. We'll be your on-air tech support. If you want buying advice on tech gear to get, we can help you out. 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance anywhere in Canada, here's the number. 1-877-399-9898. Listen to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. Open up the phone lines, taking any tech question, 604-280-9898, 1-877-399-9898, or your on-air tech support. We're going to jump here to Michael. Hey, Michael. Yes, hello. I've got a two-part question. Sure. Why is my computer and screen such a dust magnet and my t- uh, regular TV isn't? And what can I do about it rather than always having to dust the darn thing off? You could spray uh, Scotch Guard on it. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, yeah. So you know, with computers and laptops, uh, how they keep cool in, in most cases is they have uh, air circulating through them. So they're actually taking in air with fans, blowing it out. That's why when you open up your desktop computer after a, a year or two, it is like 
dust city yeah. uh, in there. Um, so TVs aren't necessarily uh, doing that same type of air circulation that uh, a laptop or a, a desktop uh, would. So uh, unfortunately, uh, you will have to get in there sometimes, clean it out. I always have a can of compressed air, especially for like my laptop, and you know, blow out the keyboard to get all the gunk out there. And you know, if I can get in there with the the fan as well, I'll, I'll blow that out. Yeah, uh, I know you can buy my London, London Drugs, uh, those little aerosol spray cans, and they work fantastic. Yeah. And you get right in your keyboard and get all the cookie crumbs and stuff that uh, starts to accumulate in there. It's a, it's a great, it's a, it makes for a great gift as well. You know, if you know somebody that uses computers all the time, uh, these things are indispensable in there. So how do you, how do you prevent dust from getting in there? Well, that's life. You know, one thing with desktop computers, having them on the floor, a lot of people have them on the floor. Yeah. Uh, that's going to suck in more dust because it's even easier to get all that dust and hair and, yeah, especially and when pet it's stuff that's under floating a desk, around. Yeah. It, uh, it accumulates a lot of dust. And, you know, I guess like twice a year you want to go and open it up and just yeah. put your vacuum cleaner in there and clean it out. But also, you know, in that room, you'll probably want to make sure you're vacuuming it more so that you're, you're getting a lot more of that stuff out of the out of the area. Yeah, it can so get pretty speak. bad because you forget about it after a while and then you open it and you're like, whoa, it's been a while. Exactly. But you know, an, an interesting thing for laptops, again, we're talking about air circulation. I think one of the, the, the biggest troubles we have when people are phoning in with some of these crazy errors, uh, a lot of time they're caused from overheating yeah. of uh, computers and especially now that everyone's using laptops, even more so on you know the portables. Uh, it's good if you're using a laptop a lot, it's sitting on a desk. You can actually get these little... Um, stands or uh, little things that you can put under under the laptop, under the back, kind of, you know, puts it up a little bit, uh, but it, it allows air to circulate underneath it. Yeah, there's well. a local... And that makes a huge difference. There's a local guy, he makes something called like the chill stands. And basically what it is, it's a little stand, it's made of aluminum, and it takes all that heat and it moves it away from your laptop and conducts it away, which keeps it cool, especially during the summertime. That's when it can really, really get hot. And you definitely, especially guys... Don't put your laptop on your lap. That's not healthy. Why? <laughs> it can it can make things go wrong. Can it? Yes. <laughs> That's why you have no children. <laughs> Going to jump here to uh, to Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey there. Hi. Hey, listen, guys. That Roku uh, stick thing that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, do you know when it's going to be available in Canada? That's a, actually a great question. It looks like Amazon's streaming stick, if it does come out according to the, uh, I think it was the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times had, had uh, broke the story, it's going to be U.S. only. Yeah. And um, over time, we will see it. The, the big question is if Apple is going to release one of these soon because it's been a while since Apple has released a, a kind of a, a real innovative product. And I know that TVs are, are a big business. Apple TV was kind of like a pet project that has taken off. But this, these HDMI streaming sticks are, are the future. I think everybody is going to get one. And the great thing is they can take an old TV and make it smart, which is something that I think everybody wants these days. So the, uh, he's asking the Roku stick. Is yes. that available in Canada? The Roku now? is available in Canada, okay. yes. Is that, uh, do you know if it's out at London Drugs? Uh, I have to check, but I know it costs about $60. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, and the Google Chromecast is also now yeah. in Canada as well. So between that, and I think that's around $40. So between those two, like you can't go wrong for that. The Roku price. one looks pretty good. Like, it's, it's got a lot of channels built into that. Yeah. And obviously it's upgradable as you go. And it has a nice controller as well to navigate. So Dave, uh, the answer there, Roku is available in Canada. You might just want to uh, you know, do a quick call down to Alana Drugs and see if they've got them in store yet. If not, typically they can order those things for you. 
going to have to uh, take another break. When we come back, a few more of your calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. Crystal clear. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. Did a quick check. Uh, the Roku stick is available on the London Drugs website. It's awesome. 60 bucks. It's a, it's a fantastic product. For that price point? Yeah, and you know, that's the thing. You know, we get all these people phoning in. Should I get a smart TV? Should I spend the extra? I always say I wouldn't worry about it because you can get these things like the yep. Roku stick or an Apple TV that basically do the same thing. Yeah, and think about how uh, fast technology changes. Your smart TV is not going to be as smart as it was last year than it will the next year. So it's better to buy these sticks that are always constantly, constantly being updated. Yeah, you know, and that was a funny thing. Like, you know, the Samsung TVs, they have this one of their TVs where you can upgrade the smart component yeah. of it. And I think originally the the upgrade was like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And I just thought, why would you do that? That's only for their, their premium line yeah. of televisions. Because that, that's one of the problems with uh, smart TVs is that they do get old quickly. So Samsung realized that and they said, okay, let's make a module that you could actually take out. And it's basically like a little computer that you're putting a new one in. But it still costs a lot. Compared to what, $60 for a Roku streaming stick? Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Taking a couple more calls here. Glenn in Qualicum Beach. Hey, Glenn. How you doing? Good. I've got some annoying pop-ups that come up on my computer. And I don't think they're malicious. I mean, because uh, one is, would you like to make Internet Explorer your default browser? Yeah. And I click no, but it just always comes up. And I've got one there on my screen now for a mainline car company. But how do I track them down or try and get get them off my computer? Andy? So are you just using Internet Explorer? Is that your browser? Yes. My, my suggestion is switch to Chrome or Firefox. Over there, you can get uh, little extensions that you could add on to it if you go in the options menu. And, lo- and over there, you'll find a lot of pop-up blockers. And what that does is it tries to recognize when a pop-up is going to come up, and then it will disable it. The one thing you have to note is some websites that you, like normal websites that you enter, they'll also have pop-ups. So sometimes you can uh, face the, where it's blocking it, but it'll usually give you a, a notification. Did you want to open this pop-up? And then you can say yes. So if you get one of these extensions, if you switch to Chrome or Firefox, you should find that you can find those plugins that will prevent you from getting those pop-ups. But be mindful that sometimes you do need to have pop-ups. So look for that notification on the top. Yeah, that's the trouble, right? Because I get pop-ups, and you know I've tried these pop-up blockers before. Great. But then there are a lot of websites that I go to that I need to have some of these things pop up because I'm entering in like username or password information or, or other stuff like that as well. Yeah, so you just got to be mindful. For the most part, these plugins will take the majority of the bad pop-ups off. Yeah. But you can say on, that, on there, uh, allow pop-ups for this website. For that particular website. Yeah. And that's a good pop-up blocker. Yeah. Because it's uh, customizable. One more time, the prize, Andy, and get people to go to the website. We're giving away the Roku streaming stick. This is a HDMI stick that will take your television and turn it smart. Get access to Netflix, YouTube, and hundreds of other apps. Go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com, and hit on the contest tab to enter and win. Of course, we have some other contests up there, so be sure to enter all the contests while you're on our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. Anything cool coming up on the TV show? A lot of cool stuff. We've, uh, I know we were filming the Connected Home segments at your house. Now we're going to be going to AJ's house, and he's going to be having a baby. So we're going to create a smart baby room 
where we're going to have baby <laughs> monitors. We got we got a camera coming up in there. I just wrote the script. It's fantastic. It's uh, got a lot of cool gadgets for that. Yes. Yes. So uh, it's going to be a, a real. We're going to pretty much create this high tech baby crib where we're going to have uh, cameras in there and baby monitors. So if the baby starts crying, he'll get cry notifications right on his smartphone. Very very cool. So all the time we have left. This week, Mike and Andy logging off for Get Connected. We'll see you again next time.